0: Welcome to The Feminine Frequency. I'm your host, Amy Natalie, women's empowerment coach, feminine embodiment guide, and creator of The Feminine Codes. This podcast is designed to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your frequency, and empower your mindset. We cover everything from increasing your confidence, trusting your intuition, deepening intimacy in your relationships, and magnetizing abundance into your life. Each week, you'll receive a new episode filled with feminine wisdom and inspiration to remind you of the magic that already lives inside of you. Ready to dive in? Let's do this, sister. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to this intuitive flow session. I am so excited to dive into this topic of. Overcoming imposter syndrome on your soul calling journey. I know that imposter syndrome was something that I really struggled with in the beginning phases of my business. And especially as I was stepping into the identity as a coach and a mentor for others. And I also know that this is something that many of my clients struggle with when they come to me for support in stepping into their soul calling. We do a lot of work around this in my signature group coaching program called Soul Calling Accelerator. And the next round for Soul Calling Accelerator is actually starting in May. So I'll share a little bit later in this episode about how you can get on the wait list for the next round of Soul Calling Accelerator. But Imposter syndrome is a very common limiting belief, a pattern of fear that comes up that can stop you or that can slow down your progress of really stepping into your purpose and being in service to others and creating a freedom-based lifestyle and feeling confident within yourself. So today we're going to break this down from a few different perspectives. We're going to break this down from a mindset perspective, an energetic perspective, and also a practical perspective so that you have tangible tools that you can take with you and start to shift this pattern. And before we get into our conversation about imposter syndrome, I wanted to share that as you're listening to this episode, I am currently in Costa Rica taking a vacation. And I pre recorded this episode for you because I wanted you to have something to tune into and feel inspired and empowered by this week, even when I'm traveling. And I also wanted to share that it is so important for us as humans, but also as entrepreneurs to take breaks, to really honor that space and take a step out of our day-to-day life and to take vacations. Because whenever I go on vacation, whenever I take a step out of my day-to-day life, the to-do list, I always have so much nourishment. I fill my cup and I have so much more creativity and inspiration that comes through. And when I come back, I'm always this like new version of myself or a more inspired and activated version of myself. And I'm able to show up even bigger for my clients, for my friendships, and really feeling that new spark of inspiration. So if you wanna follow along, my Costa Rica adventures, you can come on over to Instagram and say hello. You can follow me over there and I'm sharing about my adventures in my stories and would love to connect with you over there. So you can find me at Co on Instagram. And now let's get into our conversation about imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is interesting because essentially what our brain tells us when we are feeling imposter syndrome, it's questioning who am I to do this? It's questioning if you know enough. And it it tells you like, I'm not ready yet. Another thing that imposter syndrome does is it Is afraid that other people are gonna find out. Essentially, it's like, you're a fraud. You have no idea what you're doing. Why are you doing this? Who do you think you are? And when you have that voice inside of your head, it can feel really discouraging and really easy to go into self sabotage and to believe this made up story that your mind is creating. And the reason why your mind is creating it is because it's trying to keep you safe. So when you're stepping into your soul calling, when you're stepping into your purpose, it's pretty much like you're becoming a new person. You're stepping into a whole new identity. Prior to this decision to go on your own soul calling journey, to follow your path, to claim your new identity, you have been a certain version of yourself. And it can be scary to be witnessed, to be seen as this new version of yourself, but also because it's new and because you are technically a beginner at it, you don't actually have that much experience, which is why your brain is like, you have no idea what you're doing. So we as humans don't like to be beginners. We don't like to be bad at something. We don't like to make mistakes. We want to be perfect. We want to feel really confident right from the beginning, but that's not how it works. So the first piece here with imposter syndrome is acknowledging, like, it's okay to be a beginner at something. And a lot of advice that people give newer entrepreneurs or that give people who are experiencing imposter syndrome is this advice, like, fake it until you make it. And I really don't like that advice. I really don't like this idea that you have to pretend that you're something that you're not. And a little bit later in this conversation, I'm going to share with you some practical ways for you to build your confidence and to trust that you know enough and to get some experience. But I just really want to normalize that when you are stepping into your soul calling or trying something new, like you're going to feel like an imposter. That's normal. There's nothing wrong with you. But if you let imposter syndrome take over and you don't work on this, then you're not going to feel confident and it's going to slow you down. So what I want you to focus on when it comes to imposter syndrome is tuning into your personal lived experience, your education, the hours that you have spent studying, learning, listening to and focusing on. Whatever it is that you're going to be sharing with others. Another perspective that I want to offer for you, especially if you are becoming a coach or a healer, or you're sharing your artistic gifts, it's very likely that you haven't just been studying and working towards this in this lifetime. You've very likely been working through this in other lifetimes to get to the place where you can share it with others. So if you believe in past lives, I do, it means that your soul has been evolving and growing and going through challenges and healing for endless amounts of time. And that that's also part of why you feel called to be in service and to serve others because you had to do this inner healing or solve this problem by yourself. And you wouldn't have been called to follow this path if it wasn't meant for you, right? It's not like, oh, you just saw someone online doing it and you thought it looked cool, so now you're gonna do it. Maybe that was part of it. Maybe that gave you the inspiration. But there's something deep within you that's calling you in this direction. And if it wasn't meant for you and you weren't meant to do it, then you wouldn't feel so passionate or excited or inspired to do it. So remember that you are always going to be helping people or serving people or solving problems for people who have less awareness or who maybe are one to three steps behind you. So you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be fully healed where there's no such thing as that in order to help others. You don't have to be perfect every single day in order to help others or to serve others or to solve other people's problems. You get to trust that you know enough. You get to trust that you are exactly where you need to be on your journey in order to step into this new identity and to be of service to others. So I wanna walk you through a five-step process. I teach this mindset framework in a lot more detail in my Soul Calling Accelerator program, but I wanna give you this framework here because anytime a limiting belief comes up, There's both a mindset shift that has to happen and like a self-awareness shift that has to happen as well as an embodiment shift that has to happen in order for you to get out of your own way so that you can take action. So I'm gonna walk through these five steps. The first step is recognizing what does the voice of imposter syndrome sound like? So getting clear on what are the thoughts that come up or what are the habits that you do when imposter syndrome is present? So maybe it's saying who am i to do this maybe you're comparing yourself to others maybe you're afraid that other people are going to find out maybe you feel like you don't know enough get really curious about what does that voice sound like because if you don't even know that it's happening and it's happening in the unconscious or the subconscious mind it's going to be really hard to shift it and a great way to get clear on when this is coming up is to do some journaling around it and to notice Where am I standing in my own way and what does that sound like in my own head when that's happening or how do I act like I self-sabotage or I feel like a perfectionist when imposter syndrome is coming up? The second step, once you have identified the thought, is to get curious about where it comes from. Instead of judging yourself and feeling frustrated that it's there, I want you to get curious. Huh? I wonder where this is coming from. I wonder why I'm feeling this way. I wonder what's triggering this. And there's nothing wrong with you for feeling imposter syndrome. It is just a ego based pattern that you can get curious about. So when you can bring compassion and curiosity to your thoughts and your patterns, then we can dissolve the shame around them that, and we can start to work through it. So maybe there's a deeper root of unworthiness or fear of judgment or fear of failure that is coming up for you when imposter syndrome is there. And you can just get curious about what are the feelings in my body? Do I feel sad? Do I feel scared? Do I feel terrified? Do I feel anxious when this thought is here? right? So that's step number two is getting curious about what does this feel like and perhaps where does it come from? And you don't have to know exactly where it comes from, like back in in your childhood in order to heal it. Most importantly is getting clear on like, what is this feeling and getting curious about how you're feeling without being judgmental. Step number three is the embodiment piece, which is processing your emotions around it. I call this emotional alchemy. A lot of times in the personal development space, we do this thing that's called spiritual bypassing. We notice that we're having a negative thought and then we just like put a band-aid on it with an affirmation or we say something positive and then we think that it's all better. But it's not because that pattern's going to keep showing up if you don't process your emotions around it. So emotional alchemy, noticing your emotions, giving yourself space to feel it through the body. So that could look like crying. It could look like shaking it out. It could look like dancing. It could look like stomping your feet. Whatever you need to do, it could look like yelling in a pillow, really processing the emotions so you can move the energy through you. Step number four is rewriting the story. And I'm going to give you some affirmations shortly that you can work with to help to rewrite specifically the imposter story. But affirmations are one way that you can rewrite the story, which is essentially saying, okay, the fear-based story of imposter syndrome, those thoughts are not serving me. What do I want to believe instead? So You can do this through saying affirmations, like I mentioned. You can do it through a journaling practice called scripting, where you are writing about your future self and writing about your success and how confident you feel and how empowered you feel and how proud of yourself you are. And you can write about that as if it's already happening. So you can do some scripting or you can voice note yourself and pour encouraging words into this voice note to remind yourself of the truth of how amazing you are, of how worthy you are and of how you were totally born to do this and that you are exactly where you need to be on your journey. So whatever that needs to sound like to really coach yourself and support yourself in that. And then lastly, I want you to get clear of what inspired action do you want to take? What are some steps that you can take to move forward to move you towards your goal and your vision. Because when you have this imposter syndrome, you're likely getting in your own way and you're not taking action. So those are the five steps, recognizing the voice, getting curious about what you're feeling, processing your emotions, rewriting the story, and then taking action, okay? So here are some of the affirmations that I wanna offer to you for imposter syndrome. It's okay to be a beginner. I am stepping into a whole new version of myself. I am exactly where I need to be. I trust in my own gifts. I honor all that I have learned. I don't have to be perfect to help others. I have been training for this for lifetimes. So let's take a deep breath and take in this new perspective, these new beliefs, and just take this in for a moment. Yeah, you can come back to these affirmations and write them down. And I also encourage you to come up with your own affirmations to support you in rewriting the story around imposter syndrome. If you feel inspired to share your affirmations with me, I welcome that. You can send them to me on Instagram. Send me a message. I would love to hear the affirmations that you come up with. And now I wanna share some practical ways for you to work through imposter syndrome. So we've talked about the mindset, we've talked about embodiment and shifting the energetics around this limiting belief and this pattern. But I also think it's so important to have practical tools that are grounded, that you can take steps towards and that you can implement in your life, which this is, I guess you could say, More of the masculine aspect. So, if you are dealing with imposter syndrome, something that can really help you is to get more experience because the more experience you have, the more that you practice, the more you're going to feel confident in your skill set. You know, at this point in my career, 10 years as a coach, you know, I feel so confident in my coaching. I feel so confident in my ability to get my clients' results. Like I don't ever question that. But at the beginning of my career, I was really scared. I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to deliver. I was nervous that I didn't know enough and that I needed more experience. So the more experience that you can get, the better. And here are some ways that you can do that. Of course, in more of like the traditional corporate realm or traditional job route, you could get an internship, right? So potentially you might want to shadow someone who's doing what you're doing so that you can really witness it and you can get some practice in. Another way that you can get experience is through doing some sample coaching or offering your services to family and friends before you offer it to paying clients. So I don't know why this example is coming into my mind, but let's say, for example, your soul calling was to be a dog groomer and you're afraid to cut someone else's dog's hair for money cuz you're like what if i mess it up but what if i do it wrong but maybe you have a friend or you have a family member who would be willing to have you cut their dog's hair for free and you got experience and you got your nerves out and you realize that you're actually really good at this and then you felt more comfortable offering it to other people and charging for your services, right? That's like one example. In the realm of coaching, what you could do, a lot of coaching certifications or a lot of any type of certification that you're getting will have you do peer coaching where you are coaching peers or coaching family members so that you can get experience and get comfortable with being in that role and that identity of being a space holder for other people, right? Another option, which I have my clients do in Soul Calling Accelerator, if they've never charged for their services, if they are creating a brand new offer and they're creating their signature offer, I recommend to do a beta program or an introductory price, which essentially is saying, hey, I have this new program, I have this new offering, and I'm offering it to a limited amount of people or for a limited amount of time at this lower cost. And essentially what you're doing is it's kind of like a, I wouldn't call it an experiment because you're not experimenting with these people, but instead of faking it till you make it and pretending that like you're this super experienced coach and you can charge these high prices or like that you can for sure get them results. I like to just say like, Hey, this is new. I want to try it on with a few people. Would you be interested in this? Or if you feel like this is supportive for you, I'm offering it at a lower cost only for three people or only for five people, right? That way you can get experience, you're still getting paid for your time, you can get feedback, you can get testimonials, and then you're gonna feel much more confident raising the price once you have some experience under your belt, right? You're not gonna feel as much of an imposter because you've done it before and you have evidence that you can do it right? And one final piece here is continue being a student, continue learning, continue doing your own work because the more that you embody the lessons that you're learning, the more you're going to feel confident in sharing that wisdom and in guiding other people, right? Learning from a book or learning from a certification is very different than going through experiences in your life or going through challenges or implementing certain practices and knowing what it feels like personally to be in that experience because when you do that, you have an embodied knowing that then you can share with others and you feel a lot more confident in those tools or you feel a lot more confident in your expertise because you've actually lived through it. You've actually been implementing it. And I'm a huge fan of embodied work where you are walking your talk and where you are teaching from an embodied place of having real life experience. So that brings us to the end of this intuitive flow episode. And for those of you who are wanting to go deeper and wanting support to step into your soul calling, I have an exciting announcement that the waitlist for the next round of soul calling accelerator is currently open. The next group is starting in May and I only take 12 women per group. So if you want to be the first to have access to join the group and you want some epic bonuses like one-on-one coaching sessions with me, then I invite you to join the waitlist today. You can scroll down to the link in the show notes, enter your name and email, and we'll be in touch with all of the details. All right, my love, thank you so much for being here. If you feel inspired and empowered by this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram. You can tag me at Co. That is a beautiful way for you to support this podcast and share it with more amazing people. And another way that you can support this podcast is by leaving a rating and a review. You can do that on iTunes. Apple podcast app or Spotify. And that would mean the world to me. If you took a couple moments and left a review to share what you love most about the feminine frequency. All right, my love, we'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks again for tuning in today. If you found value from this conversation, I invite you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. You can tag me at Co. I always love hearing from you. Send me a message. Let me know your takeaways. Also, I have a beautiful free gift for you. If you have not already downloaded the Empowered Feminine Morning Ritual, it is a 20-minute audio guide for you to listen to in the morning to start your day feeling empowered and embodied. You can find the link for that recording in the show notes. And lastly, if you are a regular listener here, and you enjoy this podcast, I invite you to leave a rating and a review. This is the best way to support this podcast in reaching more women around the world. To leave a rating and a review, you can scroll down on the podcast app, on Apple Podcasts, or on iTunes, and leave a quick review to share what you love most about this podcast and how it has impacted your life. Thanks again for being here and we'll see you next Monday for another episode of The Feminine Frequency.